You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hey everybody, welcome to Cozy Moon Podcast. Where we have fun. Where we have fun. Talk about parenting. Parenting. I'm Anya. Say Ari. Ari. This is Ari. And I'm Mommy Shan. Let's start the show. Yeah. I got a good show for y'all. What's up, what's up, what's up? This is Cozy Moon Podcast. My name is Shan. Welcome! Today, tonight, we are going to um, talk about, or I am going to because there's nobody else here but me. Um, the girls are sleeping. We're going to talk about temporary possibilities never coming before your kids. Um, and I say temporary possibilities because that could be numerous things. That could be uh, your career, that could be job offers, that can be um, vacations, that can be girls' night out or boys' night out or boys' trips or girls' trips, um, that can be dating, it could be relationships, uh, like romantic relationships, uh, friends. not coming before your kids and I have kids and everyone around me that I care about everyone around me that I like has to have the understanding that I have kids you know what I'm saying um dating men shouldn't uh come before your kids I feel like there should be a dear mamas can we have and up on the standard because what I'm noticing is a lot of people who I'm meeting and who I'm talking to as I get to know these men, they um, insinuate the idea that, you know, X, Y, and Z um, when I come by one day or, you know, maybe when I come over and I'm just like, ah! stop 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 um you are not coming here you're not coming to my house I have children um and I'm a single mother you are not coming here it'll be a long time before I'm giving you addresses before I'm giving you gate codes before I'm letting you pull up no you're not coming here because you have to have a standard because it is 2019. 
people are in their egos. You don't really know people when you feel like you know people. And when it comes to your kids, that is an extension of you and another person that is not this person that you're talking to, that is not this person that you may be dating, that is not this person that you're getting to know. Um, A part of them that is, you know, on the line that you're responsible for and you have to really think about who you're having around your children who your children might be exposed to who may bring harm to your children who may be an influence good or bad on your children that you bring around so having men at my house and having just mommy's friends at my house is not that's a no one especially because I have children two because if I'm comfortable like really comfortable and I really know you you're still going to be able to count the amount of times I have you here in my house um and three I have daughters I don't want my daughters getting an impression that hey mommy's not married hey mommy doesn't live with my dad mommy's not kissing on my dad mommy's not hugging on my dad my dad doesn't live here with my mommy and my mom has these um these guys or this man that comes here and sometimes I remember his name sometimes I don't remember his name like I don't want that I don't want my daughters seeing that maybe I might have quote-unquote multiple friends and these multiple friends may come by all the time i don't want them seeing that this is not bloomingdale's this is not Saks fifth ave uh this is not like a revolving door of my home i know you have to set a standard because a lot of these men feel like once you park them when they give like the idea that they're going to be at your home when you have children it's kind of like Why is this catching you off guard? Like, why is this new to you? Why are you just now understanding that you're going to have to work up to that possibility that that's just not something I'm cool with? A lot of these men in the past have dealt with women who have kids that have no problem with them popping up at their house. They have no problem with them coming over and spending quality time with their kids at their really don't know that they're getting to know um and I feel like the standard for a lot of moms or dads let that be higher you know let men and women work up to being able to meet your kids um I'm not telling you how long I'm not telling you what time frame you need to do it I'm just saying everybody doesn't need to be around your kids your kids are not do not have to see you kiss everybody hug everybody uh have everyone like in your room and I'm not saying everyone is in your room I'm not saying you have multiple people coming by I'm just saying have like a level of this is where we are now you get to do this because when they start speaking with me and when I tell them "Mm, my house is not an option it catches them off guard like I don't like them or I don't think they're good enough to be around my kids or uh, something they're giving me a bad vibe and it's not that and I had to tell um, this guy I was uh, speaking with that like 
I don't have people come to my house like that. That's not, you won't be coming here. And he was like, oh, I wouldn't do anything to harm you or your kids. I said, I'm not saying that you would. I'm not saying that you will. I'm saying you physically being in my home when I have children and I'm still getting to know you, that's not going to happen. That'll be something over time, hopefully, can work up to it. But that's just something I'm not comfortable with. And, you know, after he, like, toned down his, oh, I'm not going to, he was like, oh, okay, I understand. You know when people hit you with a, oh, I understand, to just, like, move past something, but they really bothered by what you said? That's kind of what he gave me. So just make sure that people's time and effort uh, is showing with them getting to know you before you have them around your children. Um, And when it comes to titles, I don't give uh, males around me titles. This is just their name. Call them by their name. That's it. Okay. Um, With Anya, especially now, like I'm terrified of her getting to know names and bringing up names at the wrong time or uh, asking for certain people that I don't talk to anymore. So if I bring you around my children, that tells you a lot about how I feel about you. If I leave my children with you, um, not someone I'm dating, just like friends and family, that tells you a lot about what I think about you. Um, I don't believe in leaving kids with boyfriends or girlfriends. No. If we are married and you are my husband, um, or if you are married and that woman is your wife, then okay, okay? Because you've you've shown and you proved and you've been in it and you've gotten to know this person and that is now your family, okay. But girlfriend and boyfriends, no. If we are not at the house, y'all are not at the house. If we are not going to the store, y'all are not going to the store. If we are not going to the park, y'all are not going to the park. You have to be mindful of that. Um, when you have children, okay? Um, not every maybe is going to be stepdaddy, so chill out, okay? Um, your children do not need to meet everyone you date. Let me say this again. Your children do not need to meet everyone you date. <sighs> my, ch- my two daughters have only met one person that I was dating after knowing them for 10 plus years like he knew me before I had kids okay and they both have experienced their fathers and I in a room okay so they they understand that we are not a couple we are not together we do not hug and kiss on each other like that is not something we do um With Anya, she has seen Ari and um, Ari's father and I be affectionate with one another and him come by before there was an Ari and him spend time with me, Anya, at a park before there was an Ari. And then when Ari 
became Ari and there was another child, we would, four of us would go to the park together. We would go out to eat together. He would come over. And that was like a normal thing to have him come pull up in my driveway and come to my house and be there or, you know, be sleep in a room. And, but there was like that understanding. Like I've known Arya's dad since I was 18 years old. And I'm 32, you know, I've taken that time. So now it's kind of like, I do have a parenting podcast. So people will be able to see photos of my kids, but no man will just chill at my house, be left alone with my kids or take them anywhere. No, he would have to be my husband. That's it. That is that is my standard. I'm not saying I don't think that you're equipped. You could have kids yourself, but your kids are not my kids until we are married. Your kids are not my kids until we are married, okay? And people may say, you know, you need to put your relationship before your children. That's completely wrong. That's a foggy, cloudy... Uh, brash, blunt, oh, you and your ego comment to make. You're wrong. Yes, you will need to do balance and set aside time, but he or she does not come before your kids. Your kids were there before you this this possible relationship and I and I call it a possibility because it is a possibility. It can be done. At the same time that it was beginning, okay? It is a possibility. Dating is a possibility. Relationships are possibilities. Um, Marriages are possibilities. Divorces are possibilities. The only thing that's permanent in this life is your birth, your death, you becoming a parent, and who those kids are. And if they're alive and breathing. Boom, bam. You can be a mother, you can be a father, you can be yourself, you can be a brother, you can be a sister, you can be an auntie, you can be an uncle, you can be a grandfather, you can be a grandmother. But the in-betweens are who you're dating, uh, relationship, marriage, divorcee. (laughs) Okay, those are possibilities. And you have to be honest and understand that Kids remember most life-changing or impactful moments. I remember all of mine. And they have helped shape me into the woman I am. They have uh, changed how I look at men. They have changed how I look at Jamaican men. They have changed how I view family. They have changed how I view relatives. They have changed... um, what it is to trust men or what it is to have aunties or sisters or brothers. Uh, It has changed all of that. So things that happen to your children, things that happen to children when parents are trusting of the wrong people will change your children's lives forever. So Be mindful of who you bring around your children. 
because in the news months ago when that little baby girl was missing it was the the mother's uh boyfriend at that time that was physically abusive with her that she allowed him to keep their the daughter when she was gone and he basically murdered her and killed her and hit her body and held out on the information for weeks and so when you when I think about that I'm just like you you just don't leave your child with someone that is not their parent that you're dating you just don't especially when they've shown you negative traits about their personality and domestically and mentally they're just not you know wrapped too tight you just don't um and you don't give room for your children to resent you with the possibility of you entertaining an unhealthy relationship with somebody you're dating children will feel left out that person you're dating might feel left out. But that person that you're dating feeling left out is not as much as a priority as your child. Because once you show that you're, show your child that you're picking someone you're dating or you kind of like over them, when they grow up and they start dating, they're either going to hold that person to a certain standard that... Th- that they're dating or they're going to hold them to a low standard like they're not important and you really have to balance that out okay teens uh without respect uh if you have a teenager and you're dating and they can handle your teenager they must really like you okay especially when they're disrespectful um someone Uh, You could date someone and they just don't like your kids or they just don't like your parenting style. And depending on what their threshold is or their boundaries are, they might stay and they might not stay. I've heard a lot of friends break up with people because of their kids. And that's a pro and a con because, one, you have to be truthful about what your limitations are. Two, you have to know what you're going to put up with and what you're not going to put up with when you're just dating. And three is kind of like, don't look for everybody to like your kids. Don't look for everybody to want your kids around. And don't look for everybody that you're dating to want to meet your kids. Don't ever push your kids on someone and don't ever push someone on your kids for likes, okay? This is not IG. Just don't do it. My children definitely definitely deserve a two-parent home right with the right parental team okay and I say parental team because my kids fathers and I we do not mesh in a healthy way to go ahead and raise um, kids in a loving environment that I would want them to see as okay this is what family is this is what um love is this is what consideration is this is what marriage is and i have to be honest in knowing that we just don't mesh i can um respect the fact that that is their father i can respect the fact that they're all growing um 
in their own way at their own uh, gauge. But at the same time, I can honestly say that we can't be under one roof together and be in complete bliss and raise you the right way. So we have to raise you separately. And that's just something that I have become one with and I'm okay with that. Um, The way that I grew up, I grew up in a house with both of my parents until I was eight. And then it was like my mom was doing the primary raising and, uh, you know, everything. So, but I'll get into that little, little, little later. A healthy teen is necessary for your kids to see. Uh, people that live under one roof for the sake of we may have a child together, but we don't like each other or we don't respect each other or we have arguments or there's like tension or a disconnect in the house, but you guys sleep in the same room. You guys, you know, share the same bathroom. We eat breakfast together. We have a house. We have, you know, cars. We have clothes. We have a backyard. You know, family comes here sometimes. Sometimes we go take to go see family. Sometimes we go on vacations. But as far as there being like a connection and a love in the house that's ever revolving and there's like this bubble of negativity that's always going to hover because you can't force people to be in a home that's loving, that's everything that a child needs to see, honestly, if you're not living honest. Like, if you honestly do not respect and love the other parent in a way that you know your child deserves to see, why are you forcing this this quote-unquote picture of picture perfect to work when you're just feeding your kid lies or, you know, act like you're happy or act like it works or fake it until you make it. No. No. Because you're teaching your child to fake it until someone bends or someone agrees to fake it with you. No. That's that's not, that's not the vibe I want to give. So, you know, I'm not into having my children experience multiple maybes in my life. So I'm very like about the people that um, I have around and the people I choose to date. Yes, moms and dads should make sure that they are mentally ready to date, physically ready to date, and financially able to date while parenting. When you think about dating... Well, being a parent, you have to think about sitters, that cost, co-parenting, dating awareness, letting the other parent know that, hey, I am dating now, or this is the person that I've been dating for the past five or six months. I would like for y'all to meet or speak. Um, I'm not saying we have to go out to dinner and love on each other. I'm just saying, hmm, just so you're aware, X, Y, and Z. And sometimes the person that you're co-parenting with, y'all don't have that relationship where y'all discuss who you're seeing or who you're dating. But if you do, I feel like that's something respectfully that I will always respect. And the person that you're dating has to also respect that you are uh, the mother or father of the child that that person has. So, you know, be respectful. 
there has to be some type of balance when you're dating and parenting with your time. Dating finances, cost, uh, efforts, staying up late or uh, doing things a bit earlier so you can meet up with someone. Um, Time that you give them. How serious is it? When do you introduce um, romantic relationship partners to your kids? That's something you're going to have to decide. I'm not about to tell you when. Um, Things that I hope that you will not do. Please do not force people on your kids. Warm them up. Do not agree to meet my kids if you are not ready or serious about us being in a relationship and know that I do not want you to play a parent. I do not want you to parent because you are not a parent to my children. Uh, Let me know if it's too much. If being around my kids is too much or if you think it's giving, you know, assumption or vibe that you're not ready for, let me know. Like, don't ever feel like because you're dating me, you're dating my kids. No, you're not. Unless that's something you you want us to discuss. And that's something where we have reached that moment or that time that, okay, let's address this. You know, let's talk about this. Um, And talk to my kids, if you do get to talk to my kids, in a kid-like manner. Don't give them no life-changing viewpoints. Um, don't talk without consulting parents when it comes to beliefs, uh, assumptions, or uh, talking about their dads or their moms. Like, don't don't do that. That's kind of like crossing the line. And don't push titles. Like, don't come in with the funky, the, not the funky, but the funny jokes of, oh, you know, stepdaddy, stepdaddy. Mm, no. Or stepmama, step No. That's not funny. Don't do that. Um, And I understand jokes are jokes, but I don't want that conversation to be brought up unless that conversation is a conversation where we are at. Uh, What else? What else? Um, Let's just get into... Let's just get into um, working or mommy. Okay? So... And working or momming is more so, well, let me, let me, let me just get into that. So that's the jits I have about um, dating while being parents. And, you know, I've had my experience. The last person I was talking to, um, like I said, I've known him for 10 plus years. Uh, and when we would speak... He's been around Anya first before there was Ari. Um, He's met Ari on several occasions, um, seen them, talked to them. And when he would talk about the girls, he would already claim them as, where are my kids? Or where are the girls at? Or how are the girls? And because of how we were, that was okay for me. But... If that's something you're not okay with, tell that person that you're not okay with it. Or if that's something you're not ready for or you don't want your children to hear, tell your, like, discuss that. You know what I'm saying? But um, we are no longer talking. Uh, We are no longer in a relationship. And, uh, you know, that's, 
that's a possibility okay uh, stop there's more stop there's more more yeah. all right <clears throat> work or mommy and this could be work or dad life or you know i'm not purposely leaning on moms more so than dads but because i'm a mom i could talk about mommy okay um so let's talk about like when i was when i was a kid when i was younger my mom worked around me and my youngest brother okay my three older brothers they grew up in jamaica and they came to the united states when they were like in their late teens my dad you know paid for them um to come to the united states and all their paperwork from jamaica my dad was born and raised in jamaica and came here when he was older um a man and my mom was born and raised in jamaica and she came here she came to canada first worked for a doctor and then came to the united states and you know made a lifestyle for herself so my youngest brother nathan and myself we were born and raised in america and we would visit back and forth to jamaica but um growing up my mom worked around us she never went to an office to work she never worked at a retail job but she always worked my mom is a seamstress uh she does upholstery she made um hats for the church ladies at church she made wedding dresses she made uh she did alterations she did everything okay my mom um is a great cook and she's a caregiver like she loves children and she always takes care of a home she always takes care of people so she basically hustled around her kids my mom cooked three times a day um we always had cooked breakfast we always had you know food to eat um we always uh had dinner at the table at a certain time that was the life I lived, but my mom was never without. My dad uh, took care of the house, you know, paid the house bills. I've never been in the house where there was no heat, no light, no running water. Um, we had essentials, you know what I'm saying? Middle class, my uh, father owned his own barbershop business and he cut hair and uh, he dappled in real estate where he had a few pieces of property and he also liked to gamble, like that was his thing. Um, when it came to my mother, though, she was more so involved in our life, more so than my dad. My dad was like on the outskirts, the delegator, and my mom was more so involved. So my mom was always home when we came from school. She always saw us off at school. Maybe one of my brothers might walk us to school when I got to an age where I could walk with my youngest brother I would walk with him sometimes he would leave me but there's always cross cross guards in Philly at a certain time up till you get to school and the school wasn't far and she would come on field trips with us she would go to the doctors we would take the trolley the train the bus walk go to the doctors I don't remember my dad ever coming to the doctor um with us or taking us and my dad had um two cars and I don't remember him ever doing that. The only time my dad took us anywhere or picked us up was Sundays on church. 
or when we would go to church. And my parents went to two different churches. My dad went to a Catholic church and my mom went to a Pentecostal church where my grandparents, her parents would go and other family members. And then we, we would just meet up. Sometimes I would go with my dad to church. My dad is not my youngest brother's dad. All of my brothers, we all have different fathers, but my mom only married my dad. So, um, I don't know. I, I think my oldest brother has never looked at my dad as anything but, oh, that's your dad over there. Like, we, we don't have anything to do with that, man. <laughs> um, and, but my my dad fathered my youngest brother a little bit until, like, my mom moved out, kind of. And... My mom, she she was self-made. Like, she made a living for herself. My dad wasn't giving her money to spend. When, my mom recently told me, like, growing up and being in that house, she was like, when we would go to the grocery store, I would put all the groceries on the counter and your dad would walk out the grocery store. So could you imagine being married to a man that you took care of, you took care of his home, you cooked him meals every day, and he never went without, right? And you go grocery shopping, and y'all have kids together, and you have a home together, and instead of him pay for the groceries, because he is going to eat and utilize those groceries, you walk out the grocery store. Like, that was a type of, like, life my mom was living. And I'm 32, and she just told me this two weeks ago. So that just gives you an idea of why I'm really particular on people and behavior and getting to know people and not living in a household just because it looks like it's right. Maybe it doesn't feel right. Maybe it's not the best example for your kids to see as an example of what a marriage is, of what being mommy and daddy is. So just think about that. And my mom did school projects with us. I remember um, I won first place in creating a school from cardboard. Um, It was George Washington Carver's school that my mom and I constructed night after night after night in the kitchen. And we made the chairs in the inside, the desk, the kids, um, the outside of the school where he had the peanuts. We made all of that. And my mom helped me do that on top of everything else she was doing. My dad would sit in his chair in the, in the, the living room and watch Jeopardy like that's not his thing. The only thing that I remember doing with my dad in the house was um, rolling, counting his cash, because he loved to count his money at his desk, and rolling his coins up to take to the bank um, at the dining room table. Or getting his um, his naughty corkscrew that would um, screw out his cork for his liquor. Or if he was cleaning his gun at his desk. Or if he was taking us on Sundays after church to go get his lottery tickets at 69th Street. That was the only time, like, I really spent with my dad. And then there was some times that he would take me and my youngest brother to the barbershop with him. And I would always organize his jet magazines at the side. But let's focus on, like, mommy. So that was my mom, okay? But 
after like birth to eight years old she was married to my father and then um getting into my early teens they finally got a divorce but after eight years old she my dad went to Jamaica for I think a funeral or just to go visit and my mom took time she took advantage of that time and she packed up whatever we could pack up and we left and we we went to Baltimore and I think she had a lot of people giving her suggestions on what she should do to get out of that relationship because I know it wasn't healthy I remember days that my mom would be sleeping downstairs and my mom worked a lot in the basement of the house because the basement of the house was really big it was like a whole nother house downstairs like it was a huge house um and when my dad had got the house he had the barbershop downstairs a lot of old houses in um philly were basically like stores on the bottom and like houses on the top so there was an entrance from the outside where you could go down to the basement but he blocked that off after he closed the barbershop downstairs so my mom had like um a whole bunch of like industrial like factory machines downstairs where she would just sew and sew and sew and sew and sew so mama he would like spray down there with like uh all types of cleaners to make my mom sick on purpose i remember times when my mom was in the hospital and um you know they would have like arguments and it was just it was like toxic and i remember that still and after my dad had left to go on vacation whatever my mom took advantage she left and we went to baltimore and we lived in maryland and so from eight years old to 15 it was just my mom and she struggled with me and my youngest brother and we lived in shelters at one time when she had a stroke, um, when she got her Section 8 apartment, my brother and I, my youngest brother and I, we had to live with uh, a foster parent in a foster home with other kids uh, for like two months because my relatives are relatives and not family. Um, she had two apartments. Um a few state moves. We went from Maryland to Florida. Uh, she got her first house in Florida. Um, becoming a teen and discovering that I needed to leave the house that my mom, you know, was providing because I saw where it wasn't healthy. I saw, I didn't see a future for myself where my mom was living I was like I gotta get out of here so I um I went to go visit my aunt for a summer and after that summer I was like I'm staying and my mom basically um signed over like rights for my aunt to basically get me in school um do all of my paperwork so I could live in Georgia and eventually uh while I was was I in, yeah, while I was in high school, my mom um, left her house in Florida. Um, my brothers were still down there. Left her house in Florida uh, and got an apartment here in Georgia. And the difference between that kind of living up how I grew up and now is I have two kids. I have no husband. I don't own a home. 
I'm renting, I'm paying for daycare. Um, one father um, of my kids is 16K backed in child support, has never paid. Uh, throughout, you know, Anya's life, randomly he might buy something, uh, get something, but it's nothing consistent, it's nothing I could count on. I can't pick up the phone right now and be like, hey, can you send me X, Y, and Z? I'm, I basically, let's put it like this. I told him a month ago that Anya needs some winter clothes and new uniforms. I'm still waiting. We're getting in the middle of November. I'm still waiting for that, like something so I can do it. And I end up getting it myself. So that's, that's that. That's her dad. And then you have Arya's dad where um, he is paying child support um, ordered through the courts, um, which is basically the state minimum. And right now uh, he's without visitation based upon a court order. Um, So now I'm kind of like waiting um, for him to do the legitimizing in Georgia um, and the sheriff has to bring me the paperwork and they haven't given it to me and I've I've been calling there for like the past two and a half weeks because they put a notice on my door but it was for a divorce paper so they gave me the wrong paperwork and so I'm just like hey I know my daughter's dad wants to do X, Y, and Z. I'm just looking to pay, pick up the paperwork so I can do what I need to do on my side so he can you know, have visitation with her because I do want them to have a consistent relationship. I do want him to have time with her. Like, I'm not that mother that, like, no, you can't, no. Regardless of what we have going on, what's not working with us, I still want you to consistently be in her life and be around her. So I keep calling there, and I'm just like, can I come pick up the paperwork? paperwork. They was like, no, the paperwork's not here. It's with the sheriff. So when the sheriff leaves the paperwork, we'll call you. And I've called and called and called and called. And it's, it's never theirs to pick up. So I don't know what's going on with that. But hopefully he gets that done so we can set up some type of um, shared custody and, and she can consistently see him. Um, so basically with all of that being said, I am the sole provider. Like there's no one helping me keep lights on. There's no one helping me keep the water running. There's no one making sure that they eat, that they have food. There's no one making sure that they have what they need for school. It's me, 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 me. So time wise, it's me. Financially, it's me. Emotionally, it's me. If they're sick, I got to call out of work. There's something's wrong with them. I got to take them to the doctor. If their school is closed, I'm out of work. There's nobody that can be like, hey, can you go pick up Anya? Emergency-wise, yes. I have friends that's on their school list. I have my brother that's on their school list. I have um, my oldest nephew that's on their school list. But realistically, I don't have an equal, a man, a husband, um, their father that I can be like, hey, can you come get... Like, even now... Being that Arya's dad lives in Georgia, legally, court-wise, with what we have going
going on, I can't call him up and be like, oh, it's an emergency. Can you get Ari? Like, that's not the question. We cannot have no communication for a year. So, that's my life. So, it's very different as to how my mom was hands-on and how I can be hands-on and still provide for them. So, when it comes to work, that kind of puts me, like, at a limitation. So, it's hard for me to work first shift jobs, second shift jobs, or third shift jobs. I got to drop them off and pick them up. So, that basically leaves me with a 10-hour daycare window. Like, they can't be at daycare for more than 10 hours. Anya goes to school. I drop her off in the morning, and then I take Ari to camp. And Ari cannot be there for more than 10 hours, which means I have to work in between them. So, eight to five jobs is pushing it, depending on where it is in Georgia, okay? Um, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. jobs is pushing it because of traffic. Uh... 5 p.m. or later jobs, I can't do it because I have to be available for the girls. Weekend jobs is damn near impossible because the time that you want me to work on a day on the weekend, being that I'm the primary person for the girls, means I have to hire a sitter, which is probably going to be for two kids from 12 to $16 an hour. So then I have to think, mathematically the time that I'm going to be at work is it worth me getting a sitter to be at work no I'm basically giving you free labor so it's hard it is so hard for me to give my children the lifestyle that they deserve and uh, not be stressed out in the process and be involved in their lives and I feel like to all my friends that have kids um, and they have husbands and they have their kids fathers really involved in their life and to my friends that don't have kids they look at me like how are you doing all of that like how like how are you not drowning and uh Um, some days I just don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want my children to call my name. I don't want them to, um, need me. I don't want to be mommed. I don't want to be it. Um, some days I wake up and I'm, I love being called mom. I love being it. I love, uh, being strong enough to you know what I'm saying um and some days I'm just like I want I want this career that I've dreamed about for decades I want this life I want an equal I want a man I want a husband um I want a friend I want um a lifestyle that I'm really happy with. Not do whatever you got to do to be happy, but just like really happy with. You know what I'm saying? I want that. I want to feel secure. I want to have security. I want to have emergency funds that are unlimited. I want to be able to vacation with my family and us really 
be excited and be happy. I want to be able to travel with my girls and have them see the world. I want to be able to give them the best education. Um, and I think I do my best with, you know, helping my kids, you know, learn everything they need to learn. And I'm proud of myself in that part, but it's hard. It is hard being the mother that I am. And I'm not saying it's harder than how my mom had it. I think my mom did a good job at masking the stress. Um, But um, I don't know. I don't know if I'm doing a better job. I just feel like with my dad's personality, my mom's personality, I'm a good balance in that. So where my mom fell short um, raising me was my mom would shut down when um, conflict came or when things got serious or when she really needed to stand up for me and protect me. My mom would shut down. And so I always felt like, yes, I live with my mom, but when it comes to negativity and harm I'm on my own and so now that I'm a mother and I'm on my own when I um when I date or when I talk to a man it takes me a long time to be like all right I can relax a little bit you know what I'm saying because I don't I'm so ready to protect and guard them and guard myself that it's hard for me to put down my arms to put down my hands um so that's that but moving on like more into the job so now like I have to work jobs that have the understanding of my needs as a mother um and my needs for my time I have to push back bills I have to ask for help I have to ask family for their time I struggle to do basic things. Um, I have school loans that's not being paid. I uh, There's no way I can have like a vehicle with a car note because that's half the question. That's a whole nother bill. That's more insurance. Um, I've had to leave 401k pension jobs for the sake of um, the time stress that it gave me with being available for my kids or being here for this job. And before when I was working jobs with Anya, my mom was living with me. So I didn't have to worry about a daycare. I didn't have to worry about rushing home or rushing to this place to go pick my child up and then go home. Like she was already there. I didn't have to worry about what's going on with my child. Is she safe? She's with my mom. You know what I'm saying? But now it's completely different. I'm rushing to drop them off so I could get to work on time with traffic. And then I'm rushing to go pick them up to make sure they're not there more than 10 hours. And I'm not fine money per minute that I can't afford already. And so it's a different battle with how I was raised and momming and working now. So currently... I don't have any life insurance set up because I cannot pay that with the expenses I already got. Um, I don't have any health insurance. And I'm 32. That is something you need in your 30s. So work a job that gives you benefits of health insurance. Um, 
But I have my kids and my kids have me and I got to be both mom and dad right now. Like that's what my kids need. And my kids have to come before the possibility of this job because a lot of jobs look down on people with kids because it is a possibility that, hey, this employee might not be able to be here. Hey, this employee, uh, when we have um, holidays, cannot work holidays because they have kids. Like, that, we can't be like, no, you can't mom today because we need you here. So they take that into consideration. So when you have kids, that's something that they're taking into consideration with different candidates that they're hiring. So I always tell my friends that don't have kids that feel like, oh, society is telling me I should have kids right now. Don't listen to that. Don't listen to people tell you, society tell you, or your own family tell you, you should be married and you should have kids by now. Marriage doesn't equate to you having a happy marriage. Marriage doesn't equate to you having a marriage and having kids. Because a lot of people are married and can't have kids. A lot of people um, are in marriages and they're not happy and they get up divorced and then people feel like their life is over and they'll never be a wife or they'll never be a good husband or they'll never be a good mom or a good dad and that's not true that is not true don't let society dictate when you have your children when you get married and who you're with don't don't fall into that because that is not true and I I grew up watching my mom uh create and hustle I grew up watching my mom babysit and nanny and basically raise other people's kids while they worked jobs that were always a possibility of them having because there's always somebody in life better than you. There's always somebody in life that could do this job if you can't do it. So jobs are possibilities. Careers are possibilities. And if you love it and you have the funds to invest in creating your own business, yes, you can create your own career but if you don't have the money to invest in order to make more money you're doing a slow crawl to that and uh, slow crawls are fine but if you slow crawling and you're mothering at the same time that's a struggle you know what I'm saying it's a struggle of time it's a struggle of effort and I knew watching my mom raise other people's children while they worked quote unquote um they could afford a lifestyle. They could afford financially their kids, um, what their kids needed. They could afford family vacations. But as far as like special moments that they can't get back, seeing their kid walk for the first time, hearing them talk for the first time, um, them writing their first word or them having like good laughs. I watched my mom be in the moments of other people's kids of what they should be seeing and feeling and um, bonding with other people's kids that those people work in these jobs that don't care about you know their lifestyle that don't care about their families were missing and I knew from when I was a little girl that I would never have kids like I don't know why I'm crying right now, but I knew I would never have kids and have anyone else raise my kids because I could afford it. But there's a difference between affording 
to have uh, someone else raise your children or watch your children or nanny your children and affording the fact of your children having memories with other people that's not you in positions you should have been. And I, I don't want anybody else raising my kids for the sake of me being able to afford it. I don't want anyone else having my moments that I should have with my kids or bonding with my kids. And I know I can't be two places at once. Like, I know that's not about to happen. But because I experienced seeing that on the opposite end as a kid, I know as a mother, I'm not going to do that. Like, when I travel later on in life and I'm in my career and I'm happy my kids are going to be right there experiencing me seeing pyramids. My kids are going to be right there, you know, experience Paris with me. My kids are going to be right there, you know, looking at the waters in Greece. My kids are going to be right there trying new foods and all of that. I don't want them to be at home in front of a television having, you know, dinner be cooked by someone I'm paying because I can afford it, you know? So... I don't know. You choose how you want to raise your kids. The goal for me would be working in a career I enjoyed that paid me in a way I can afford my life and the time required to do the work and also be a mother. That would be like my ultimate goal. That is my ultimate goal. You know, I don't want to work for somebody else my whole life. I want to work for myself eventually. So right now... Um, with two of my friends, I am reading a book uh, on the Black Wall Street um, by Jay Jones about e-commerce and creating your own e-commerce right now. Um, but I'll just go over like some jobs that are family friendly. Um, receptionist jobs, 8.30 a.m. to 4-ish or 5 p.m.-ish might be family friendly. If it's close by a daycare, might be something you want to look into. Um, delivery drivers, that's something you could create your own hours. Web writer, that's a good job. Customer service rep, work plenty of those. Accountants, um, if you are good at accounting, that's a job you probably might look into. Personal shopper, uh, personal trainer, e-commerce, working at a daycare. Um, the daycare that I take, Aria 2. There's a lot of teachers in there that work in there and they have their kids in there. So that's good. But I just know my toleration with other people's kids is not like how it is with my kids. So I know I can't do it. Um, ride share jobs are good. But personally, I can't do that because I can't have anybody sitting back of me that I don't know. Because you just don't know today. 2019 people are crazy. Um, office assistant jobs might be good. Blogging, being a blogger online might be good. Speech pathologists, they get paid pretty good. Um, and you could work with kids. Caregivers, um, that's a job where you can make your own hours. Uh, teacher's aid, web designer, freelance, social media manager. So there's a lot of um, jobs you can look up to see in your area if that's something available to you. I know I'm not the only single mother on the planet. Um, I do not want to be a single mother and have that stigma thrown at me. Well, you can be, you can get assistance from the government and you could get this. Let me tell you, getting assistance 
from the government is basically the government telling you your maximum and your minimum. You can't exceed, you can't be better, and if you try to be better, we're going to take everything, all the help from you. Don't ever get comfortable being on government assistance. I'm not saying that you can't and you shouldn't because if you need the help, fine. But if you're completely able and you've um, got your balance and you can go ahead and make a living and you have time set for where your kids need to be in a way for them to be picked up and come home safely, then go out there and get that career you want. Go out there and go to school. Go out there and get that job that you want. Because you're able, you're smart, you're brilliant. Yes, you're a woman. You're an individual before you became a mother. You just being a mother is not everything you are. It's part of you. Yes. Um, So just remember that. And I don't know. This is a very long episode, but it's very important. Um, The bottom line is find your balance. Take your time focus on your goals as an individual and then as a mother and father move based on a person's actions over their words okay relationships um jobs careers people telling you oh you can work up to um disposition all of that if you know someone or the job been looking over you and hiring outside of the company for things that you want and positions you want you've been going to your leader and asking them you know where do you fall in ranking for your sales or your efforts or you know you know where you've been putting in the work where do you fall how close are you to your goal of the position that you want if they're not giving you those meetings and having that one-on-one with you and you don't see that they're trying to give you an opportunity keep looking don't ever get comfortable in sitting at a job that you hate when knowing you can do better you can have better you could be paid better don't ever do it okay be honest with yourself and choose a job that fits your lifestyle that you want and that you need for your family because jobs are going away and jobs are coming and people are making jobs and people are making careers and people are staying at home making thousands of dollars a day you just have to utilize your resources read look up um all the resources of where Um, technology is going to what's going to be need what's not going to be in need and focus 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 okay so this episode i'm sorry it was long but it was very important um do not pick possibilities over your children your children are first okay you have to be healthy you have to be good in order to be good to other people, but your children are first before possibilities. My name is Shannon. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Sick of being upsold at gyms? 
My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.